1: Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employers respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward
2: with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Yep, that's the man. It's
0: Super Thursday, and he's running for the United States Senate in memory of nearly half the country that's murdered by guns in the last few years guided by the belief that other children as bright and talented as white kids not to mention clean and articulate and in the hope that he can put three quarters of a billion women back to work whether they want to go or not if that's the kind of transformational candidate you're looking for joe biden is your man or if you're looking for someone to get you a second serving of jello from the 430 early bird buffet biden could do that too that, but that's I'm going to wrap dismissal. this chain around your head. Yeah, he deserves it.
1: Tucker Carlson, for oh, some reason, old. making fun of Joe Biden's uh, gaffes over the, uh, the 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 election and over the years, but uh, whatever. It's Super Tuesday, and uh, 63 states and four territories are voting today, and we'll have the results for you tomorrow. <laughs> you
0: sound like Biden.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I don't
0: know. I'll be, I'll be I'll
1: be tweeting at the end of the day if you have any interest in following this, because there there are a couple of different storylines. What if um uh, what if what if Bernie does really well but not in any of the places where, there, where there's any black vote?
0: Mm,
1: I don't uh, does the party go with him as the candidate? I don't know. Uh, Trump a Republican has the first chance ever to eat into the black vote in a presidential election? Um and that that could be the case tonight. Or uh, Bloomberg does do well, and turns out, oh my gosh, yeah, maybe he's the man. But I, I think that's pretty like I've heard anybody even think seem to think that's a possibility.
0: No, no, I've I've kind of stopped paying attention to the polls. Honestly, at this point, they're going to take a poll today all across the country. Yeah, and they'll release the results. You know, in the next day or two or three. And did
1: Amy getting out and Mayor Pete getting out? Did that change the math any at all? They they had whatever they had added together somewhere between seven and eleven percent in most states, probably. Hmm. Do a bunch of those people go over to Biden and tip the scales? Uh, Who knows?
0: The one thing I've learned observing politics low these many years is often my assumptions, your assumptions, everybody's assumptions about where those votes will go are incorrect. All right. And and often they don't make any sense. Predicting that is pointless. Yeah. Most voters and and y'all probably. You probably don't operate quite like this the way the casual average observer of politics does, but. Most people have weird, like, personality-based gut votes. Mm -hmm. They just like a person more than another person. To me, it's all about policy. And that's all I want to talk about and think about, which is why I have no friends. But, you know, the idea that, well, I just like him better seems crazy to me. I have an update on Abraham
1: Lincoln's wife coming up in moments. But before we get to that, Mm, I'd heard she had passed. Uh, it's popular on social media right now to spread around pictures of your local Costco or grocery store or convenience store or whatever with empty shelves, right? Because of the coronavirus and, uh, all your experts. And, uh, I often say, I don't believe there's anything such thing as an expert. And I certainly wouldn't listen to the government, but they are right about this. So stop, stop. Stocking up on toilet paper. What are you doing? What do you What are you doing? Clearing out your Costco do you mean of completely,
0: toilet paper? or uh, like <laughs> no, never use it again. No, get
1: the normal amount oh. you get for your life. Okay, don't get extra right now. I'm uh, yeah. um, reading from the USA Today as this is a national phenomenon. They got a husband and a wife who went to their local Costco Sunday morning. I haven't seen it like that even before Thanksgiving or Christmas. There was an air of aggressive competition even before we got into the store. People were pushing carts into each other. Almost no courtesy. Virtually every cart on the way out had Clorox wipes and toilet paper. The carts were loaded as they headed to their cars.
0: All over the coronavirus, the, I guess. The toilet paper in particular confuses me. What do people think is going to happen? Is it just that we're going to have to barricade ourselves in our houses? And, and therefore cannot get out to get essentials. I oh. guess that's it. I mean, it's a respiratory virus, so it's not like, you know, you're going to need extra toilet paper. We
1: got this text from one of our Portland listeners. What's with Costco running out of toilet paper
0: this weekend because of coronavirus? Right. It's just people not wanting to be caught without because we'll soon be barricaded in our homes. And we don't live in China.
3: Hand sanitizer is antibacterial. Coronavirus is a virus antibacterials won't help you with that what are you I, a witch i just want to what's put this mumbo jumbo
0: well. oh man i have some tape i got i gotta play some sound for you hey michael can you uh yeah make it so i can play sound this is actual uh, uh recording a recording i'm just gonna keep saying tape i don't care i'm old i'm not gonna change um that's I, the spirit you and chris matthews you <laughs> shut up and you you're like when the nazis landed <laughs> in new jersey or I, something
1: i do want to talk about that coming up but Back
0: to this. Yeah. This is actual audio of people in Wuhan, China, who are restricted to their homes. We were talking about this yesterday, how there are now, like, scary communist robots on the street announcing, you are not allowed to leave your homes, stay in your homes. And if you've ever seen pictures of Wuhan, it looks like New York City. I mean, it's a giant city with giant apartment buildings. Listen to this, would you? First, there's chanting. Help us save us. They're chanting abolish lockdown sites in residential communities.
2: But listen after
0: the chanting stops. Oh, okay, the people can't take it anymore. This guy's just literally on his balcony with a phone. I guess this happens every night. People lean out their windows and just scream and cry and demand to be let out of their apartment buildings. And the city is echoing with these haunted cries. How long have they been locked in there now? It's uh, over a week.
1: Well, God, it's got to be way over a week, because we've been reading the that's stories. Eerie. We've been reading the stories about people locked in their homes now for a month. Right.
3: Yeah, I believe originally the lockdown was you can leave your house one day a week. I
0: don't know how they dictated if it,
3: everybody They've just goes out. they eliminated that day yeah, now. And I think that's been a couple weeks now
0: where... Stay in TFN. Now, those people probably need toilet paper. Yeah. Yeah, but can you imagine living in a city where all night long... You hear the anguished cries of people demanding to be let out of their homes. Yikes!
1: Well, in America, it's, I think it's, it's a crazy. It's like a horror movie. I think in America, once you reach that point, people would just come out of their homes. Screw it, I'm coming out.
0: Well, because we don't have concentration camps right.
1: in this country, right? Yet, um, yeah. Well, so and then this related to the coronavirus, and then stop wiping out your Costco or whatever of bread and toilet paper. It's just, it's just, it's an overreaction. You're, you're acting like a panicked herd animal, okay? Stop doing it. Um, and stop touching your face. A quirk of human nature is that we touch our eyes, noses, and mouths all day long for no particular reason. And it is the major way to pick up infections like the coronavirus or the flu or anything else. And uh, it, it's an argument for trying to get out of the habit of touching your face, which I'm actually going to try to do. Because most of it, You I mean, occasionally you have an itch or something you got to yes. deal with. But a lot of it is just a habit. It's just there's no need to have your
0: fingers on your face, and that's how you're going to get sick. I will concede that maybe, although I think the beast is made to clear away and make sure things are going cool, going well with, any place, let's not get juvenile here, where you have an opening. And your most exposed openings are your head, your face, specifically. And I would say this. I think you could make a solemn vow and bet your next six-month salary that you will not t- touch your face today. And I'll bet the person who made that vow would touch it at least 50 times. Well, they get If it. you tried every minute to be aware of it. They did a survey here
1: where they watched college students for an hour, and students touched their faces on average 23 times.
0: Just for an hour. In an hour. Okay, so I said 50 times. All right, 500. Uh
1: Nearly half of the touches were to the eyes, nose, or mouth what infectious disease
0: researchers call the T-Zone. Oh, boy. Uh, I think you might as well advise. (laughs) See, this is is a, a strange thing because it is unquestionably good advice. But it's like saying... Speak all day today, but don't use the letter L. It is an impossibility that anybody can execute that advice. Well, if the
1: average for these college kids was 23 times in an hour, that's right. amazing.
0: Okay, so you cut it down by three quarters. That would be miraculous since it's a natural uh, behavior. And at least 11 touches in the T-zone per hour.
1: And this doctor said, by touching your mucous membranes, you're giving a virus 11 opportunities
0: every hour. To uh, to get into your body. So there you go. So, uh, so don't. Okay, fine. Um, <laughs> I'm going to wear a mask or something. I don't know. Yeah, you would have to wear a mask and goggles or some sort of thick gloves so that every time you lifted them up toward your face, you'd be reminded, oh, yeah. Or put, like, sharp blades on there, there, I rubbed my nose just now because it was itching like crazy. What am I going to do? I will Stop maintain my u-
3: usual protocol of playing an unhealthy amount of video games to where my hands are active and I cannot physically touch my face. That's my preventative <laughs> you know, it's measure. That's a sensible precaution.
1: Um, so S- there you go. Stop touching your face. Spe- Even though that seems to be the way all human beings are designed.
0: Y- yes, and have been for a million years. Anyway, um, what uh, you, you work out. You're sportsy, right? You want to recover. You don't know. Do I go with sports drinks, or am I supposed to stretch, or am I supposed to uh, ice myself? Or uh, a a gal, a woman, an athlete has explored the huge market for athletic optimization products, everything from sports drinks to cryotherapy, and can tell you what works. I'm going to stay tuned for that. And what works will shock you. Oh, boy.
2: Armstrong and Getty.
0: The
2: Armstrong and Getty Show. Bachelorette just announced a 38 year old hairstylist from Sacramento. Listen, if yep. you want to date a 38 year old hairstylist in Sacramento, just go get your haircut in Sacramento. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't need to get on a TV show.
3: <laughs> you, you know? <laughs>
0: That, that's true of anywhere in america mm. you want to date a, a hairstylist who's pushing 40 go to the hair salon ask one out what is that all about that's pretty funny but not as funny as the joe biden clip of the day we hold these truths to be self-evident all men and women created by go you know the you know the thing yes <laughs> yes <laughs> who's with me those words, you—they're enshrined in the national archives. Take your kids.
1: Hey, we have semi-breaking news. Uh, due to the coronavirus, the feds have just announced a rate cut of a half a point. Really? Interest rates? Yeah. What the what? I know. Okay.
0: You know, it's funny. We we're uh, positive. Sean and I were just hanging out in the lunchroom, getting caffeine juice. In my case, and um, and CNN was making a big deal of some guy in Manhattan who has the coronavirus, and this man has not traveled to China. As far as we can tell, he is not associated closely with anyone who has traveled. It would seem as if, and the long and short of it is, they're all breathless, reporting that, yeah, it's just, it's around now. There are people who are asymptomatic, or they're they're just a little sniffly, they feel like they have a mild cold, and they have this thing. And the vast majority of people will never even know they have it, because you get something like this twice a year, and and god bless the people who get very sick and, and and die from it nobody's happy about that but the the breathlessness and the, the it's it's a it is now a ratings promotion on cable news and a lot of radio and we just we won't be party to it you know take sensible precautions but everything is getting canceled ball games are getting canceled uh, foreign uh, what do you call it uh, when you study abroad uh, those programs I are can canceled. tell you
1: what I'm doing same thing i was doing last week Absolutely nothing.
0: Travel advisories. Don't go to Italy. You know, I've, I just, n- I I've not know.
1: altered one thing about my life or buying style because of the coronavirus. Uh, the not touching your hey, face just thing. Just keep that segment on tape in case Jack dies of it, because we'll run that a lot. <laughs> go on. Sorry. Because that's your plan to mock me if I die. That's fantastic. Well, we got to have a plan. That's true. Uh, I couldn't touch my face for three and a half months when I got my botulism. Something. And uh, it was on a face itchy drugs. It was torture. That, this is the idea. Experts say don't touch your face. That's how you are getting the flu and colds right. and everything else. Um, uh, somebody suggested a cone like you put on your dog. Big cone. Oh, yeah. Every time you try to put your
0: hand up, bang, right into the cone. Right. That's a really good idea. Why don't you start first, sir? <laughs> so this uh, gal in 09, Chris, uh, I'm sorry, this uh, fellow, eh, you know what? We don't have time for the whole story. Uh, sports writer uh, Chris Ashwanden wrote a book called Good to Go. It's about her investigation of all the products and processes that she tried as an athlete to bounce back from workouts and to to improve her performance going forward. Did she try donuts? Recovering from workouts is a big thing in athletes. If you're not hip to it, that's the thing about steroids. They don't make your muscles huge on their own. What they do is they make it easier to get right back to working out again. Um, it, when you, I you used to hang around a gym, Jack, you know more than I do.
1: When I used to run regularly, and when I got done with my run, I'd lay down on my back on the
0: floor and drink a beer. Is
1: that uh, on the list of things? Did, you're Did she you try
3: that?
0: Yeah, Jack, stay tuned. So the result is a classic, according to this journalist reviewing the book, that illuminates how the mega industries aimed at selling pills, products, and ta- techniques to casual and serious athletes are almost entirely fraudulent. What? Yeah, I know. <laughs> the idea of a massive industry trying trying to uh that exists to ameliorate the pains of having worked out. Um well, all right, so that's kind of an aside, but so they tried everything from Tom Brady's infrared pajamas. Really? That apparently he wears? Really? Which I was not aware of until reading this uh Wow. Tom Brady article. wears
1: infrared pajamas after his workouts.
0: Right. To um uh, to to beer, actually, hmm. um, beer didn't really really help. Helped me. Sports <laughs> drinks useless. Hydration in general, just hydrate. It doesn't improve your performance. Dehydration obviously uh, is no good for you. But overhydration in marathons has killed people. So just drink the right amount. Icing. Bull s and probably bad for you. Huh. Stretching, so thoroughly debunked it doesn't even merit its own section. Just a wow. few ther- just, No kidding. I mean, just this is after workout Post-post to recover. Yeah. Right, right. Exactly. I mean, you have to stretch. But I've as known an people athlete, that swore
1: but, by that sort of thing.
0: Right. Fitbits, cupping, wine baths, infrared pajamas, chocolate milk, meal timing, foam rolling, massage, what's, what's bodybuilding f- supplements. What's cupping? Cupping is uh, uh, using suction cups. Uh, really?
3: If, if, if you remember during the Olympics, you would see like Michael Phelps have these dark red circles on his back oh, or whatever. Oh,
0: yeah. That was suction cupping as a way to try okay. to so increase it's all, blood flow. But it's flow. all bunk, huh? Interesting. Cryotherapy, compression tights, basically anything you see a professional athlete hawking on Instagram. She tried them all herself, dug deep into the scientific literature, and finds that none of them make a provable difference to athletic performance. Now, they might help your comfort, though, or physical problems. Long and short of it is, the one thing that helps, doing nothing. Resting. Hmm. Just rest. That's what I'm best at. That's it. Sip a little water and rest. There is nothing advanced or scientific-y or out of a bottle or a jar or infrared pajamas that'll help. Just when you're tired, <laughs> rest.
1: <laughs> Don't bad mouth Bernie on a cable news channel. You'll, you'll lose. What?
0: What wow. wow, else? the worst tease ever. Ladies and gentlemen, Vice President Biden with us.
2: The Armstrong and
1: Getty Show. Let me start with my headline tonight. I'm retiring. After a conversation with MSNBC, I decided tonight will be my last hardball. So let me tell you why. A lot of it has to do with how we talk to each other. Compliments on a woman's appearance that some men, including me, might have once incorrectly thought were okay. We're never okay. Not then and certainly not today. And for making such comments in the past, I'm sorry. I'm very proud of the work I've done here. And for those of you who have gotten into the habit of watching hardball every night, I hope you're going to miss because I'm going to miss you. So that's Chris Matthews last night. Apparently that was very abrupt on his uh, hardball show that he's been doing for 20 years. I was going to tune in to MSNBC tonight after Super Tuesday, specifically to see what he had to say ...about the results, because when it came to breaking down uh, the Democratic side of elections and stuff like that, I thought he was absolutely the best. But I believe he got booted off of MSNBC for being so hard on Bernie for the last several weeks. A story came out about him telling some hottie that she looked good or whatever. Uh, but I believe the reason that that surfaced in the last couple of weeks and it was a big enough deal for him to resign yesterday or to retire is because bad and Bernie ain't going to work on uh the big cable news channel that is for the democrats.
0: Yeah, good. Interesting.
1: He um he 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 had to apologize last week for something that was stupid and anti-Bernie thing uh, that I uh that I saw live and talked about the next day. Yeah, I'm talking about the Nazis or nah, something. Like I don't it's not even worth it's not even worth describing, but it's it's not at all the way it's described in the headlines. Okay. Um it was just Well, it's just it's too boring to talk about. So you're thinking? I don't. I would. I'd bet a thousand dollars. The majority of the reason Chris Matthews is no longer at MSNBC is because he was hardcore anti-Bernie that night. That he said, "I want to know what kind of socialist Bernie is. Oh, is he a Che Guevara socialist or is he a Norway socialist? Because if." The Che Guevara socialists had won the day. We have the clip. I suppose we can play it. They would have lined people like me up in Central Park and might have been shot. Right. And a lot of people on the other side would have been cheering. He'd have met the Bernie Sanders crowd. Right. Um, uh, that, that sort of talk is why he's not on MSNBC anymore. But mm. the people, first of all, his, he must have done this like really spur of the moment. Because it was kind of awkward, and the sound and stuff was weird on MSNBC. And then they cut to this guy who fills in for him now and then, and he's he just looked like a deer in the headlights. Well, we're uh, scrambling to try to uh, put things together here. I suppose you're as shocked as we are. And was um, that
0: like at the beginning
1: of his show? Yeah. Yeah. He said, I'm going to start the show by telling you I'm retiring. And did he walk off the set? He talked for like 45 seconds. And then he said, "Um, we'll be right back or something. Then they come back from commercial with this guy looking like completely confused, like he'd run in and put his jacket on. Oh, boy. Uh, Steve Carnacki And he said, and uh, everybody around here is trying to catch your breath. And we're going to try to piece together a show. There's lots of news. So anyway, we'll be back right after this. And then they came back. And then all the guests on the show, I suppose we all ought to say something about Chris. And everybody, every single person, man and woman, talked about how Chris gave me my first start. Loved being on his show. He was the most supportive of young people. Blah, blah, blah. Outpouring of love and affection for yeah. all the guests, from all the guests, including the women. And including this Kathleen Parker woman who is an aging hottie at the Washington Post, she tweeted, and she's a regular on all these uh, shows, Chris Matthews is a friend of mine. He and I have flirted unabashedly for 20 years. This is an atrocious end to a noble, happy warrior career. I will continue to be his friend, angry column to follow in the Washington Post. Here's the hashtag that's important. Okay. Hashtag Chris Matthews, hashtag hardball, hashtag no crying in baseball, which I think gets to what you're always talking about. The whole since women since when do women not have the agency to set, to either absorb saying you look hot or say knock it off right well, stop
0: infantilizing women
1: no it was enough to have an excuse to boot him off the air because he's so anti Bernie that's mm, what I think I wonder when he said that stuff about Bernie everybody on the cr- on the crew looked at him like oh my god <laughs> right right and it's, I just think he can't do that. I think they ran up against the uh, the man that the cable news channels have picked,
0: Bernard right. Sanders. Well, it, it's entirely possible. Bernard Sanders, that's they right. They had decided to embrace the far left of the Democratic Party, and he was not only a, a an opposing voice, but a, a rather strong yeah. one. And he was the voice on the network. Well, I know a lot He's of people
1: in our crowd uh, couldn't stand him, but. I if your politics lean right, you're better off with a Chris Matthews on MSNBC making the argument occasionally for like the old school working class middle of the road left, mm-hmm. as opposed to an all day woke crowd, which you're going to have now. Right, nonstop, just
0: craziness, in my opinion. But yeah, what? yeah. Well, and it's funny. Should I even get into this? Our our, our friend James Lindsay, who is one of those three researchers who put those fake papers out about social scientists and and is a a lefty and everything. But he uh, he says, y'all are too fixated on socialism when it's going to be that intersectionality thing that really screws up this country. And uh, that's the whole hyper woke. How do you rank, you know, a, a, a gay, Hispanic, blind guy versus a, a lesbian, transgender, black woman and the rest of it? And just they're obsessed with all that stuff. And they're the people who scream that all the white people need to leave and all that. So he he believes that's a bigger threat. But, you know, Chris Matthews could at least process lefty economic politics and and talk about it and maybe argue against it and the rest of it. But that hyper-woke social stuff, he had no time for whatsoever. No. no. And so I'll bet the, the fat cats there at MSNBC just thought maybe for a handful of different reasons he had to go. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and the, I think was, the hashtag Me Too stuff is just a handy thing. Yeah,
1: I think overall his politics are not the politics of today for that crowd. Yeah. And uh, for better or worse. Yeah.
0: Well, that makes me think less of humanity. This will make you think more of humanity. It turns out Corona beers have actually had an increase in sales over the latest four-week period, nearly doubling the 52-week trend for the brand. Constellation Brands just released a statement fighting the notion that recent events had negatively affected the brand. It's not clear to me where that information came from.
1: I never believed that was true. I just thought it was too funny to, uh, to not talk about it.
0: Yeah. People are drinking less Corona beer. Well, and then, um, and this person writes about emotional intelligence, and they say this press release is actually a great uh, example of it because the CEO, Bill Newlands, did something very important. He recognized the gravity of the situation, shared a little empathy, gave a little thoughts and prayers, go out to those affected by this terrible virus. We hope efforts to fully contain it, gain traction soon, blah, blah, blah. It's extremely unfortunate that recent misinformation about the impact of this virus on our business has been circulated in traditional and social media without further investigation or validation. Well, Bill, Bill, do you seriously want uh, the media, do you want journalists to have further investigation and validation of what's claimed? You are such an old guy. Um, but long and short, we've seen no impact to our people, our facilities, our operations, our business. And, in fact, sales are up and they're fine and dandy. So we apologize for passing along that crap um, from what is allegedly a uh, a, a reasonable uh, news source or two. Um, uh, Let's see. Where did this... On Twitter, where 38% of Americans was the top national trend for parts of the day the 38% of Americans refused to drink Corona, many writers with large followings used it as an occasion to condemn their fellow citizens as idiots. <laughs> That's what I liked about it. Right. That was the fun part. Writes Johns Hopkins University professor Yasha Maunk, uh, he, and he writes very accurately. Uh, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> for example, author Benjamin Dreyer wrote that 38% of Americans shouldn't be allowed to roam free. <laughs> well, wait a minute. No. I think I, Joe Getty, oh. of the popular Armstrong and Getty show, demanded a list of those people's names and demanded that they never be allowed to vote again. Uh, but it turns out it was just fake. <laughs> it, it wasn't real. Ah, You're taking all the fun out of it. Oh, which could bring I'm gonna us... I'm going to pretend I didn't hear this. If, which could bring us, if we wanted, to a great piece in the Washington Post about how Putin how happy Putin has to be at his operation chaos just trying to sow the seeds of doubt questioning hatred mistrust etc in the United States and how well it's going nobody's sure what to believe anymore and that was his goal
1: yeah we should talk more about that uh it is super tuesday did we mention that already and so results will be coming in tonight and um Boy, results from California, which is the biggest haul by a lot. It's mm-hmm. dang near twice as much as Texas, which is the second biggest state. So, and Bernie's expected to just trounce in California. Um, but those results won't be out until late East Coast time. We'll have it all for you tomorrow, obviously. Who knows what shape the race will have tomorrow? I think, uh, I think Klobuchar getting out and Mayor Pete getting out and immediately jumping on the, Bi- the Biden bandwagon. And then Harry Reid, former Senate majority leader yesterday did the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um Beto O'Rourke uh, you know, I'm not sure how much that matters, but the fact Not that, at all. but the fact that it's all going one direction uh toward Biden is is uh, is interesting. Did you really bring up Beto O'Rourke? Well, he How
2: dare you, sir?
1: He's super woke lefty crowd. I don't you know, I don't know. I don't know who talked to him or
0: that was his own decision, or what? But I can't imagine anybody talked to him about anything. <laughs> Why? <laughs> just because he was there, he was in the room. It seemed polite. Who would ask Beto anything? You know, it occurs to me. It just popped into my head. I've long been part of the uh, the you know the the group that believes California is ungovernable and ought to be divided up. I wonder if the immense. Ridiculous, ridiculous electoral heft of california might make the rest of america a little more sympathetic to that idea why is there a gigantic colossus of a state why would you have that mm. in a federal system like we have it's an accident of history yeah if you, you freaking a, nobody here if you no set, offense to our indian friends
1: no if you set out to design uh, an, an area to govern the United States wouldn't be broken down the way it is. All those no. tiny little states in the East had so much to do with population and travel time and a variety of things like that. And the way they got founded over, you know, a, almost two centuries before we even became a country. Mm-hmm. Um and then you, you come out west, and obviously you look at the map, the states get bigger and wider. There
0: are no people here. Right. Until now, there are 35, 37 million in California. But the idea and that Texas is, is, is big as hell as well. But the
1: idea that California is one thing well, ridiculous. for political purposes as opposed to seven other states on the East Coast doesn't, doesn't make any real good sense. Right.
0: Right. Agreed. So who knows? It probably won't change because there's a lot of money and power involved, but and I, uh, so,
1: so more on that, and I will pay off the, uh, uh, I have some interesting news about Abraham Lincoln's wife. Mm. Um, <laughs> She'll be joining us live. <laughs> oh, what's going on with Turkey and Syria and Europe? Wow, that could be a, uh, a world-changing event. All on the way on the Armstrong and Getty Show.
0: Getty Show. We hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by the... go. You know the you know the thing. You do know the thing. Yes. Who's <laughs> <it> with me? <laughs> I tell That's... you what. It pains me a little bit to run that and chuckle at it because I, for the good of the country, I'd much rather see old Joe running than than Bernie. I just don't want Bernie's crazy ass utopian fantasy unworkable, idiotic, totalitarian ideas to gain any more steam. But old Joe, he's barely hanging on. You know the thing?
1: I think Biden could win if he gets the nomination. Nomination was always the hard part.
0: We'll see. Well, yeah, yeah. As I reminded a friend the other day, the universe has a way of throwing stuff at you you didn't see coming that changes everything. Right. So making a prediction even at this point is uh, pretty uh, pretty ridiculous.
1: Well, like the coronavirus, I mean that's it's going to come and go, but it certainly has rattled the stock market and and. Uh...
0: You know the administration's response has not been flawless. It it wouldn't be. It can't be. But you know it has been a little clunky at times. We mentioned so that could be a you know an opportunity for those who hate Trump. We mentioned this.
1: Uh, just mention it again, so you don't buy something, just waste your money. Amazon banned one million products because of their false coronavirus claims. Yep. This will cure or stop
0: or prevent or whatever, the coronavirus. Well, as we were saying yesterday, it's difficult to comprehend the idea that Amazon has a million products, much less that they and their you know third-party sellers, there were a million products that simply were misleading in terms of coronavirus. So how many products do they have? A zillion? A quintrillion? A badillion? <laughs> At least one of those isn't a number. Yeah, <laughs> you can't you can't even comprehend the vastness of, of the thing that is Amazon.
1: Our ability to pay attention to stories is limited, apparently, or the, the media limits is. us. Yeah. Um, a coronavirus and the and, and Trump. That's it. That's all we can do, and we're we're not paying attention to to, to what's going on with Syria and Turkey and Russia
0: or Lincoln's wife,
1: uh, which I've got coming up in a moment. But um, so you got a million refugees fleeing a town there in northern Syria, headed toward the Turkish border to try to keep from dying at the hands of Putin. Right. Um, uh, the and le- his
0: buddy Assad, of
1: course. The leader of uh, Turkey, Erdogan, said they ain't coming here. So, hey, Russia, you need to back off. They ain't coming here. Over the weekend, he specifically told Putin you need to stop, and Putin continued. So you've got that rift going <laughs> on. What's going to happen with that? I don't know. Will Turkey yeah. back down or not back down? I don't know be a heck of a thing if Turkey and Russia got into it, since Turkey's a NATO ally. But then they announced today, we are not we are going to allow people to pass through Turkey and head to Europe. Oh, boy. They had made an agreement with Europe, because Europe has been overrun with refugees from that part of the world, mm-hmm. and said enough. And so Turkey was absorbing them, but they say they can't absorb anymore. They've taken in over a million people, and uh, they said, we're going to let them pass through, and so now they're headed to Europe, and Europe is going to have a million more people show up. And just land in Europe, and the current rule in the EU is if once you land in any EU country, you can go to any other EU country. Oh, boy. Which is an interesting way to run things, but...
0: Yeah, but, and, well, and some countries have said, "Nah, uh Yeah. They're not really cooperating. Right, so, I don't Putting know. Putting up barriers and fences and, and doing things that are pissing off the EU, and you had Britain leave, at least partly, over this issue. Sure. And, and I tell you what, uh, you know, listen, I'm a human being. I see those millions of people, that's... That's moms and dads and kids and decent, hardworking folks who didn't, they didn't do anything to cause the war or or Assad's slaughter or anything like that. They're just, they're just humans. On the other hand, if you're in a fairly small country and you absorb hundreds of thousands or, or a million refugees from a different culture, different language, different traditions, different legal system, different religion, the rest of it, it is going to fundamentally change your towns, your cities, and your country. And... Yeah, you know, some countries are more comfortable with that than others, yeah. and it is not without negative consequence. Yeah, sucks for them, but yeah. I don't
1: want my town changing. That would be my view. Oh, yeah. That's a lot of people's view. Um, Briefly on this, I'm reading this new Lincoln book. There's a new Lincoln book out. Why? The world need the other one. I don't know. It's called Every Drop of Blood. It's specifically and only about his second inaugural address, which is considered one of the great. Oh, really? Really? speeches ever given in american history it is it's really damn interesting book. Oh, interesting
3: huh. are there any uh hits or big big quotes from that line that i would i would know not knowing what his second inaugural address was that oh. wasn't the four oh, score yeah. in seven years was it no that's no. your that's your thinking. gettysburg address
1: okay. uh, maybe we could get into that next hour because uh it's interesting he went with more of a hey both sides are to blame and this is the this is a, all of us being punished for slavery and etc etc when you could have gone with more of a touchdown dance sort of view of it having just won the won the civil war
3: but the touchdown dance would have really trended on twitter
1: more on that in a little bit so i'm reading through this book it really is a good Lincoln Lincoln was
0: stupid he knew nothing about social media
1: (laughs) they're talking about this giant party that was being held the rich continued to party as uh, people were dying sometimes with an earshot of the parties because that is the history of war the rich and powerful uh, still uh, profit and uh, enjoy themselves while young people go off to work. Always oh, has been, boy. always will be. But anyway, they're having a party there, and uh, this one writer was talking about Lincoln's wife. Uh, and apparently this was a, a, something that she did a lot, Mary Todd. And if you know anything about Abraham Lincoln, his wife had a uh, mental illness almost certainly and uh, was uh, quite a handful. But anyway, she liked <laughs> to wear low, low-cut dresses, apparently. Was, oh, it was part yeah. of her thing. And this one writer... Chris Matthews, careful. Careful what you say. <laughs> and this one writer said... Um, Mrs. Lincoln was there. The First Lady had her bosom on exhibition, as usual. And then he went on to say, Mrs. Lincoln, who used to cook old Abe's dinner and milk the cows, now seemed eager to exhibit her milking apparatus to public gaze. (laughs) Teat.
0: Now that's snarky.
1: That was in the local newspaper there in Washington, D.C. The president's wife has her milking apparatus open to public gaze.
0: (laughs) So maybe times haven't changed that much. Wow. Huh? Hashtag the first lady, too. Uh, the great quotes from that uh, great speech coming up in a moment. Stay tuned if you can.
2: Armstrong and
1: Eddie.
2: 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Got menopause?
0: We've got you. Hi, Jackie here, founder of ExoJackie. Jackie. Feel supported throughout your menopause journey and beyond with our organic protein powders and symptom relief boosts. Formulated to keep bones and muscles strong, ExoJackie products help reduce bloating, hot flashes, and weight gain. Enjoy 20% off with promo code EXOPODCAST. Shop now at exo, Made for women by women.